You're listening to Supervision with a Vision, where we discuss all things supervision. I'm your host, Sarah, professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, play therapist, eating disorder specialist, and cookie lover, with my co-host, Heather, marriage and family therapist, certified together in Texas counselor, a Texas transplant from California, and outdoor adventurer. Hi, welcome today to Supervision with a Vision. Heather and I are talking about self-care in supervision. This week, we read Four Steps to Refresh, Recharge, and Reconnect, published in Counseling Today 2022. Heather, there were four steps in our uh, article that we read this week. First, complete a self-care assessment. So I had, like, as a teenager growing up, a little bit of an obsession with like the quizzes in the back of magazines. Sure, yeah, so, like for fun. What kind yeah. of friend are you? Mm-hmm, or what, mm-hmm, all those things. Mm-hmm. So morph that to a more professional yeah. thing. Um, over COVID, I did one of those one hour lunchtime CEUs online because yeah. I had Why to not? still get sure. CEUs in. Yeah. And I did a self-care assessment during oh. the during it. Yeah. And I was a little shocked. Oh. It was a little what, scary. Does, it, does this mean... <laughs> Does this mean you were doing the one hour CEU and cheating and doing a different I mean, activity maybe. or it was part of the, it was actually part of the. Oh, no, no. It was part of, oh, okay. uh, it was for healthcare workers and it was for okay. like, you know, how stressed out are you and okay. how is it impacting your uh-huh. life? And so, yeah, but what I will admit to is I was half paying attention to it. Yeah. Do it. And I would like fill out the question as we went, but I wasn't zoned in enough to f- pay attention to how I was. I was just answering truthfully. I wasn't trying to skew yeah. my answers or make right, it look right, clean right. or better or whatever. No one was ever going to see it. Right. So it didn't matter. So, and again, do I think that's like that assessment was like the, oh, this is the perfect one. No, I think there's like, yeah. I mean, even the wording like self care assessment that could mean like a hundred different things. Yeah. Okay. So there might be an actual form. Um, you and I don't know of one that's like official, like right. reliable, validated. <laughs> validated. We don't know about that. <laughs> um, but you've done one and certainly you could maybe like kind of anecdotally come up with your own. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one that um, it's a self-assessment to determine your style of play. Oh, that's fun. So the point is that they're as adults or whatever right. age, there's different styles of play. So like creative play, constructive play. Yeah. So it helps you identify what type of play you enjoy the most with the idea that you would then incorporate that into Mm -hmm. self-care. So, um, well, what are some ways that you might do that with a supervisee or ask them to do it on their own? Right. I think knowing um, and being able to like do self-care assessments for one, you can use them with your clients. So you can talk Mm -hmm. about those with supervisees, Uh but letting them actually participate and do one, you could use it in session just to say, oh, look, I did this one. It came up with this result. What does yours look like? Some of those self-care assessments are like 10 questions. Some of them can be 40 questions. I mean. Well, so it's very, uh, it's a meta process. So you're (laughs) saying you could introduce it in supervision because you're introducing a tool that they could use with their clients. Right. But then you might also introduce it by you completing it, them completing it and sharing it. So you're also like normalizing right this that everybody needs to do this right. and i do it sometimes mm-hmm. you should do it um okay do you have i wonder how we could spot a self-care assessment that was really crummy because we're saying there's not one that we know of that's right. reliable or valid or validated but right. what would be a sign to you of an assessment that was like really kind of a joke pretty crummy 
I think maybe if it just, I, I can't form words, the what that's not applicable, that's the word, um, to like specifically counselors, right? Because self-care oh. for my uh, husband at his job looks very different than self-care yeah. for me at my job. Mm. If you're, so if if you're just like using, work-based. If you're using one for a client, you would want, you'd want one that was pretty general. Yeah, you'd want to make um, it. Is there a reason why you would use a one that wasn't general for a supervisee or for yourself? I think there are some differences. And I might also apply this, like stretch it to like helping professions, right? Uh-huh. We tend to view self-care a little differently, good uh, and bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're thinking like your magazine quiz, that right. at the end it tells you, so this is the type of friend you are. So this is mm-hmm. what it means. What if it just gives you, I was, I guess I was imagining a self-care assessment that tells you you're like doing great. Right. Or you're like, eh, could work here. Could do right. some more. That that might not then tell you what to do or what kind of care. But right. Just tell you, eh, sounds like you're lacking. You need well, a and more. Maybe similar to your play therapy assessment, like where it's giving the different categories. Maybe there's also those for self-care. Yeah. Like, oh, you prefer... Well, I mean, that's what I thought. When you identify what type of play works for you, then you're identifying what type of self-care would really work Mm -hmm. for you. I like that idea. Um, The next step is create a self-care plan. First, what's on your self-care plan? (laughs) So when I did this little experiment (laughs) a couple years back, I mean, I already knew there are things about me that I knew. Like, I love to be outside. Uh Uh-huh. Um, when I did the self-care assessment, I had no idea that I liked alone time. I know that sounds really strange, but I really didn't realize that that was something that was lacking. Yeah. Maybe and, that it was such a big piece of your pie. Right. It just yeah. didn't, it didn't comprehend very quickly. So I think when it comes to creating your own self-care plan, it's then taking what you need to do to take care of yourself and putting an actionable item. Is it that you need more alone time? Is it that you need more time for your notes if you're just talking uh-huh. about work? Um, is it that you need outdoor time? Is it that you need play, like actual go oh. and play some recreation? Well, so that sounds to me like the assessment is just evaluating to what degree are you doing this? And maybe the plan is get more specific right. and identify things that you're actually going to do or how you're going to make it happen. Right. Um, I actually coincidentally, before we started talking about this article came across two that I think I'm going to two ideas that I think I'm going to try. Okay. Um, Right now, I think it started yesterday, Apple made an app called Balance available for free for one year. That's kind of cool. And it's a first come, first serve. So I don't know how many more of those are maybe available. But I I think it came through to me on, I don't know. Something. Something. (laughs) And I clicked on it and it's kind of interesting. And so it... it, um, it's both a plan and a commitment to the plan. It kind of Mm -hmm. walks you through. So you do a little something every day. Um, and I was talking to a parent today of a client, and she said that she was trying to find ways of doing self-care for herself, but also for her kid. And she came across one of those subscription boxes. Oh, yeah. Um, and you tailor it to you. So That's you ask fun. a bunch of questions. Right. You fill out all the questions, and then it picks things. And I think you get four or five things each month related to self-care. Well, interesting. So, yeah. Okay. So she said she ordered it for she, her and her daughter and they they got it today. They hadn't opened it yet. But she said that in hers, she thought there were going to be things like um, bubble bath mm-hmm. or face mask, right. um, something to read or music. Mm-hmm. And so she thought in these different categories, she would get um, a couple new things every month, which I thought. That's I like kind of different. You yeah. know, um, I think 
I imagine that that could be helpful if you are searching for something to add to your self-care plan, but you're not quite sure what it is. Right. I'm not sure how to stop or right. pause. So if you maybe it is now available to you, the, whatever tools are on this app called mm-hmm. Balance, um, that maybe you're, you think, oh, well, that the binaural beats that are right. on there really work for me. I'm right. going to figure out how to do more of that. Or, oh, this one meditation was useful. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and do more of that. That might help you to explore a little bit. Right. That'd be true. Um, so if those are ways that we incorporate self-care for ourselves, how would how do we encourage or what would we be supporting our supervisees in doing and putting on their self-care plan? You know, sometimes in supervision, you hear things from your supervisees like how long they're spending on the weekend doing notes mm-hmm. when they're supposed to be off, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Um, or how long they're spending like getting ready for an activity in session. <laughs> Those like, yes, oh, I'm yes. going to do this, I'm going to do this, I have to right. go, you know. Where they, you know, I had a supervisee, she probably leads like two or three groups a day and she plans 24 hours in advance. Wow. To For all these, and I went, nope, that's nah. so much planning. Nope. That, like, yeah. And if you plan that far ahead of time, how often are your groups totally different? The clients right. are... You don't know what they're going to come in right. with. <laughs> or maybe some of those clients aren't even there anymore. Right. Um, and then you've planned, you've spent all that time... Prepping and planning for things that can't happen. Mm-hmm. So I think that part of that for supervision and supervisees is like reminding them to like be flexible. And then also when you find yourself in a pattern, I just recently had a supervisee talk to me about it. And she was like, I'm spending all day Sunday doing notes. And I was like, well, you're doing notes during the week. Like, yeah. how are you spending all day Sunday? Right. And she was like, no, 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 I'm doing notes during the week. But these are like the the other notes that I have to coordinate with these other outside people. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. is this just like a work thing? This isn't really your psychotherapy notes. These are like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's for the clinic she works at. She mm. has to have these other kind of like mini dialogue conversations. And I'm like, that's not for Sunday. That's <laughs> not like, yeah. let's not dive in. I don't know when that yeah. needs to happen, but we need to alter your flow during the week to make it fit in. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of catching what you see them bring okay. in with some unhealthy habits. Um, so you're saying not that the plan, you're envisioning a plan that's not just a list of things that to do that would be self-care, but right. you're thinking about um, like, that coordinating or balancing or planning ahead Mm -hmm. for how to manage what so i mean i think you're talking about managing workflow okay that could be maybe managing um time maybe i think all those things can benefit your self-care uh-huh so Hmm. i think that that could be part of it i think you could also use it in a way to say like maybe once a month when during your supervision, you're like, no, but how are you really handling all this? Like you've had these three new clients come in and they seem pretty high intensity. Like not that we're going to shift to therapy completely, but like, are you doing okay with it? Are they keeping you up at night? Uh So I think that can look like a plan, an actionable step. Well, so what, I mean, I'm trying to picture how you would incorporate or make sure you include all of those things in a self-care plan. What what would your self-care plan look like? Like, is it on paper? Mm-hmm. I probably would put it on paper for the moment. I don't know that I'd ever yeah. refer back to it. Is it a schedule? Maybe. Huh. Or maybe it's also a f- Maybe it's also almost in the flow of things, like knowing your body or how you're responding. When I'm stressed out, my shoulders get tight. My you know. So how do you do, how does that, how was that a plan? 
Right. It's more about skills. It's not really necessarily a plan. It's about knowing, hey, when I when I feel this way, I need to stop and read a book mm-hmm. instead of write notes. It's not necessarily a concrete scheduled event always. Okay. Because then I'm thinking how, so our next bullet point in our article mm-hmm. is how do you commit to the plan? But um, if you're saying, it, I don't know, I can't, I'm picturing how I'm picturing um, communicating this or getting like coordinating. I'm not really sure. Um, a plan like that. How do you get it? How do you get it out there? How do you know right. that it's a plan? Well, I guess there need to be some accountability for. Well, so I'm thinking, okay, if I'm going to, let's, let's maybe even say, if we're going to really reframe a remediation plan, okay. it is a self-care <laughs> yeah, plan, right? Self-care. Um, so if mm-hmm. I were going to create a remediation plan, it's going to say like, a, I'm it's typed or on a piece of paper on the top, it's going to say what the goal is, mm-hmm. that the goal is to take better care of myself. And then I would include, and it could look, I could structure it different ways, but I think it would include a list of these are the things, this is what this means. Right. Not to take, gonna take, to, take right. to take better care of myself equals mm-hmm. these kinds of things, and then there would be a plan for how I would make that happen. Either because either like, and I'm going to do that by doing these things, mm-hmm. or I'm going to do that by um, and even having some amount of a schedule. Like Mondays, I'm going to right. um make sure my schedule is set for the rest of the week so that I can plan. Right. And that plan will include me thinking about, I'm not going to schedule something for noon because mm-hmm. I can't eat lunch. Right. So I'm going to put like, it's not, so on my, on my plan, I would include this task. And when I do this task, I'm going to keep in mind that I'm thinking about all keeping, the other things, right. the schedule, all, uh-huh, the, keeping yeah. enough time mm-hmm. for myself or making sure that other things that are prioritized right. are still on there. And so, and then, by getting it all out there, I could then, at the you know, look back on that and go, did I include all the things I wanted to include? Or do I think if I actually do all these things, will I then feel like I'm taking care of myself? Well, and then look, because maybe if you did those things, it wouldn't feel like you were taking care of yourself because you didn't, you might have missed something. Right. You have yes, that's why. Right. Yeah. So that's why I wouldn't like a rem- remediation plan. So if it was an re- actual remediation plan, I would say. Uh, the goal of this remediation plan is to make sure that you're actually getting supervision every week and not canceling or right, something. Right. And here are the things that need to happen in order to get supervision every week. It means I need to schedule it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I need to not schedule other things during that time. I need to whatever. Right. And here's how I'm going to ensure that this happens. It means I'm going to email or call Sarah um, on a week before if I don't know what the plan is for the, the next coming week. week. Good. Or we're going to have a standing appointment. And the only time that that changes if, or is if we talk about it beforehand and we confirm right then when the new plan is. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at the, after all of that at the bottom, I would be able to look back and go, okay, is that going to be a solid plan for getting supervision done? Do I think that addresses what's kept us from getting supervision done so far? Right. So the same like question yep. for, um, a self-care plan. So would you, like you said, like a body check-in, mm-hmm. where would you put, would you say the body check-in is the goal? Is it the thing that you're, when you do it, you'll know that you're taking care of self-care or will it be part of the plan that like, 
so I'm going to do this every Monday morning or what would that look yeah, like? Yeah, I think it, I think more of a schedule like that, like every Monday morning or every, you know, I'm taking time in my day specifically to plan the rest of my week so mm -hmm. that I am getting my meals in and I mm -hmm. am taking a walk if I, you know, oh, it seems like by Thursday I'm super stressed out. So mm -hmm. if there aren't things to address, well, then Thursday is a stressful day. You've already been built up a lot of stress. Go for a walk, like putting it in kind of um, preventative mode, I guess mm -hmm. is what you would kind of mm -hmm. consider it and then being able to reevaluate after a couple of weeks and say is that really working yeah. like is that healing is that self-care uh -huh. uh -huh. so that i think is pretty concrete and specific have you ever gotten that concrete and specific with a supervisee or yourself i mean i've tried to as myself i'm really bad about the commitment part two weeks oh. it's awesome i can do it for two weeks oh. <laughs> i mean i think um I've definitely written out remediation plans for supervisees and some of them were for the purpose of self-care. Right. Um, and I think I'm not doing it right now, but there have been times where I'm, I have a plan that's somewhat like what we described mm -hmm. and I do that for myself. Right. Um, but not, maybe I'm not doing it right now. So right. maybe it doesn't need it to It comes and goes. Right. right. Um, Okay, so commitment to the plan. So the plan could be something as specific as that or something mm -hmm. more casual. Um, you said you have a hard time get committing to a plan. What are the times where you've committed to a plan like this and it worked? The commitment really helped you. I think almost always it really helps at the beginning uh -huh. when you're first, and you can apply this to pretty much anything. When you first are motivated about doing something new, different, or taking care of yourself, it feels really great and you're committed and it's working. I think what happens is life gets in the way or like you fall off one day, you're sick. You don't go do your whatever, Right. Kind of like, I mean, you can equate it to like going to the gym. If you go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, and Friday every week, and then something happens and you pull a hamstring and you're out for two weeks, it's really hard to motivate yourself yeah. to get back and go again. Well, I think uh, for me, and I mean, this isn't doesn't feel like new information, but um, <laughs> connecting it to something else. Right. Pairing it with something else. Uh -huh. So like me, when I was, I did have a self-care plan and it was really specific and written down and mm -hmm. I followed through and I did it for a long time. Um, I would, I would, um, Oh, one of the ways that it was connected to kind of a, a routine was that my looking back at the week and, and seeing how I did and then making a plan for the new week happened Sundays while I was having breakfast, which Sunday breakfast can be a little slower. Right. I don't need to. And so that was part of mm -hmm, your plan. I was going to sit down. I was going right. to have tea. I was going to go slow and look over this thing and have a plan. And that um, throughout the week, um, the first, once I got to work. Right. So get all the morning stuff done. Like get up, get out of mm -hmm. the house, get every, you know, make sure I have everything I need. Once I sat down to work the first 10 minutes, I would open that up and go and look back through it and make sure, okay, priorities today are these things. And I'm going to remember to do this thing and right. um, it helped me to stay on track. Um, I don't think, so that's the way I think I find it being successful for me. I think that's harder to do with a supervisee. Like oh, we yeah. can set them up for that right. or suggest that, but getting them to do that well, and especially if they are only seeing you once a week for an hour and they're not, right. un, they're not really in your space during the week. Right. So it'd be a lot harder. So you're saying if it was a supervisee who worked for you right. or worked in the agency that you worked right. at, that then you could maybe even create routines around them right. doing it also. So right. you're like, 
know almost like a um work culture right that the first 10 minutes of everybody's day is, is this, to sit down and right. look at the day and think about how yesterday went and make a plan and so then you know mm -hmm. so but if they're kind of outside outside your sphere of influence you can't do that as easily right okay. and you really won't know i mean right Unless they're going to be honest with you in supervision, which I hope they are, uh -huh. but you really won't know. You'll be like, hey, remember that thing we talked about you doing? Are you doing that? Mm -hmm. And depending on how much of a people pleaser they are, they may be like, oh, yeah. yes, Sarah, I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that flows to the, maybe the next point and the next two points. Commit to the plan and check in is the final point. Right. So um, how do you achieve commitment to the plan? Well, I like what you said about pairing it with something uh -huh. that already happens or that you enjoy. That mm -hmm. that seems uh -huh. much more doable. And I think also reminding yourself after you've completed something that's on your plan, like, oh, this was good. I took a moment to look at my week. Uh -huh. Like kind of giving yourself that affirmation of like, this was a good thing. I'm glad I looked at my calendar. I have an extra appointment this week. Mm -hmm. You know, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. I think uh, for me, the the way that this happens most easily is if someone else knows about the plan oh yeah and knows that i'm going to check in with them mm -hmm. even if there's not i mean there's like if you had a boss who was right. doing that yes there's a different kind of accountability but even if this is just a friend mm -hmm. and i say hey i'm trying to do this thing and i'm going to tell you that right. i did it so that i feel like right i'm on track like thinking about the gym um when i get really consistent going to the gym it's partly because I know who's going to be there. Yeah, you want to make sure you're... Right. And, right. I, and I know that they're, if I'm not there, they're going to be like, hey, where's Sarah today? Mm -hmm. We haven't seen her in a while. And so I know they're looking forward to seeing me and I'm looking forward to seeing them. So that's a kind of a check-in. Right. And a commitment to right. the plan. Commitment to the plan and a check-in because you're mm -hmm. physically seeing somebody there. Yeah. So I think to me that really works. Um is there a way to do that for a supervisee, how you do a check-in or how you commit to the plan with each other? I mean, I guess we could get creative and say like, hey, when you do that, text me this week. Yeah. Or, hey, when you. Or the other hey, way around. Right. That we could, could text them. And say, right. hope, your hope your week's going good. Right. How many times have you. Right. Whatever. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess there's check-ins throughout the week. Uh-huh. I think that would be nice. I think I would like that. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think that if I would like it, then maybe some of my supervisees would appreciate and like. Well, and also brings up the commitment in. level back in. If you know yes. someone's checking. I mean, it's those two go right. hand in hand. Right. Huh. That's fun. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to think about how I might incorporate more check-ins and commitment to a plan yeah. with my supervisees. Right. And what that could look like because yeah. it's going to be different for each of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you today for listening to Supervision with a Vision. Heather and I would love to hear about your plans for self-care in the new year. And of course, we'd love to hear feedback and suggestions for episode topics.